Welcome back, listeners. I'm Robin Black. This is It's All About Healing podcast. And today's episode, Hidden Enemies. What is a hidden enemy? It's exactly that. They're hidden. You don't know who an enemy is, whether it's a friend, a family member, a teacher, you you just a complete stranger. You 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 absolutely never know. And what does it look like? It's it's the complainers, the people who want to complain yet they don't want to help you with the very thing that they're complaining about. In my situation, my neighbor. I had I did I think I went 2 weeks, okay? 2 weeks without cutting my grass. So you can only imagine how much your grass is going to grow in 2 weeks. And then they called the homeowners association and I receive a letter saying that that I have a grass violation. So I'm like, okay. I called my friend, he came, he cut my grass. Thank God. Very blessed to have him. Um, then after that, I receive another letter saying that now I have a tree violation and the trees are too high on my deck. <laughs> so I'm just like, what is this going on? But I know it's just the enemy's trying to get you riled up. They're trying to get you distracted to distract you from the very thing that God needs you to do. Because I'm not gonna lie, I was I was upset at first. I'm like, why do I keep receiving these letters? If he's so worried about whoever this neighbor is that seems to be so worried about my yard, instead of complaining, they're more than welcome to come over and help. They're more than welcome to come over and cut it. It's just like why why does something that's in my yard bother others? I could understand if it's been months since I've done it, but it really doesn't look it's not even that bad. They just want something to complain about, but that's how the devil uses other people. Sometimes you you can never know who your enemies are because they don't announce themselves. Even your friends who become enemies, your family who become enemies, once they see you doing well for yourself, they realize jealousy kicks in. And then now they don't want you elevating. They don't want you getting to where it is that God has you going. The enemy is only out to kill, kill, steal, and destroy, like I always say. The first step to problem solving is you have to understand the problem. Once you understand the problem, the issue, the tricks, everything that the enemy has up its sleeve, you're able to be nine steps ahead of that enemy. Because there's false competition will always be there. Even if you aren't even thinking about anyone else, others are most definitely thinking about you and how to take you out. And like I've mentioned before in episode 48, I said life is like a battlefield. It's like playing a game of chess. It's all about strategy. You can never give your position to the enemy. You must understand what the enemy is out to do. Again, to kill, steal, and destroy. The devil hates God because he already knows God won and will always win. So his strategy is to make you think that God will leave you and that there's no way out. Manipulation will always be a factor with the enemy. A lot of times they'll... They'll want to blow your head up, right? They'll, they want to get you, they want to leave you high and dry, meaning I want to 
give you all, oh man, you you do so well at this. You do, you, you're amazing at this. That's amazing. I can't believe you're doing these these types of things, right? Flattery is is key in a, for a lot of us. We're all guilty of it. Flattery definitely kind of lets you, it allows you to let your guard down a little bit. But then they say, I just want to pick your brain a little bit, which sometimes typically means I want to steal your ideas. If you're not careful, you have to know who you're talking to. So you got to start asking yourself, why does this person even know what I do for a living? Have they even gone to my website? If you are a business owner, do they know what you do? Because sometimes the enemy just wants what you have. They want to be a part of what you have, whether you're, you, you write poetry, whether you are an author, whether you're a podcast host or a YouTube, uh, influencer. Sometimes they just want to be a part of what it is that you have going on. And that's the only thing they want. They're being backed by popular demand. They just reach out because, hey, I want to have a chance to be on a radio show. I want to have a chance to do a poetry reading. They, they, all they want is what's popular instead of seeing what it is that you're doing and what you're doing it for. They don't want to know any of that. They don't want to know anything about you. They just want what benefits them. The enemy will smile on your face and talk about you like a dog behind your back. But always remember that no man can take away from you what God has for you unless you allow them to. I remember watching something on Bruce Lee when I was younger. From from what I remember, they were speaking about jiu-jitsu and martial arts. They were talking about what he focuses on the most, and he said, breathing and meditation. You must focus on taming your anger because you're able to have a to have higher stamina because you you won't tire yourself out. You can predict the next moves and you can focus on pressure points. And I loved hearing the pressure point because I know when you add pressure to the enemy, whether it be asking a ton of questions that they probably don't know the answer to, or even just being happy around them. Have you ever noticed anyone who's just in a good mood all the time and it just irritates others' demons inside them? They're just like, oh my God, why is she always laughing? Why Why is she always happy, right? They don't like that. A lot of people don't like that in you. I remember one of the jobs that I've had in in the past, and I remember this guy named Darren, and I I absolutely loved him. He was like, oh, man, you have a pretty smile. I was like, oh, thanks. He said, but that ain't going to last you here. (laughs) And I was like, what? I don't get it. And he said, "Uh, yeah, this company, they going to get rid of that smile real quick, or they going to get rid of you. And it was just amazing that he said that, but... He really was telling the truth. The company I worked for was horrible. They just, I don't, I, I don't get it. That's a whole nother story for another day. But back to uh, Bruce Lee, um, when, he was, when he was saying all of this, it made me realize that's why it's best to be the quiet one. So many people sometimes can look down on quiet ones and say that we're boring. You know, it's like, we're not boring. We're, we're observant. One thing I definitely realized 
is you cannot win against someone who uses their minds more than anything else. It's the same with faith. What isn't visible to the eye is most certainly visible to God. That's why we have to lead by faith and not by sight. The enemy focuses on what they can see, what they can hear. And that's why they always need to know. They need to know what you're doing. That's why they don't like quiet people, right? Because lack of control, it makes them very, very upset when they do not have that control. Because they can't figure you out. That's why they always tend to ask so many questions about what you're doing. They have to know your next move. You can tell them whatever you want because you already know what they're trying to do. Go send them on a wild goose chase and just keep right on moving forward. and (laughs) Just let them do whatever. Even if they take your idea, if they were to steal your idea at the end of the day, they did not come up with it. Understand and believe and know they can't do anything with your idea. Even if they do, it's not going to, it's not going to last long because they didn't, they don't know what it takes to put into that idea. They don't know everything that you did to put in that idea. So they won't know how to fully execute it. And they definitely won't know how to orchestrate it. Whatever God gives you again, no man can take away. It's the main reason why God says to move in silence. Let them think that you're dumb. Let them think that you're boring or you don't know anything of what you're talking about. And just laugh at them and just keep, keep right on moving forward. Because they will never win in the end. Hold on to faith. Because with faith, there's possibilities. With faith, there's hope. And you can never let go of that. Romans 12, 21, do not overcome by evil but overcome evil with good, meaning don't let the enemy take your joy away from you because they will definitely try and never, ever try to get revenge either. You got to just understand that God sees and hears all of that mess. He is mighty. He tells us to give Give him all of our worries, all of our stress, all of our burdens, because he already has the victory. He has it. Let him handle it. Let him do what he knows he can do. (laughs) And he's just trying to wake everyone up to see that. We don't have anything to worry about. Put all of your trust in him. Who wants to sit and worry constantly and have all this stress on them? He can handle it. That's why his love is so powerful. It's so great because he is willing to take it on for all of us. That's how much he loves each and every one of us. He does not want us to suffer like this. Sometimes it's definitely us. We are the ones who prolong our suffering simply because we won't give it over all to him. We want to hold on to it. Sometimes we are defeated by the enemy. We're all human. We can't win everything. Plus, God allows it. He has to apply that pressure in order for us to apply ourselves. 
Otherwise, we wouldn't try for anything. If everything was handed to us, we wouldn't know what it's like to succeed. We would have no idea what it feels like to uh, to achieve success. Without failure, we won't know what success is. So it's actually good to do to actually have encounters like this. And you honestly have to give credit to the enemies and learn from them because their endurance and their determination is absolutely phenomenal. It's they do not give up. And it's like, yes, they use theirs for for bad. They want to manipulate and they want to destroy you and and try to kill you and destroy or and uh, steal from you. But they never stop trying. Even when you go through the storm, you get through the storm. Guess what? There's still going to be another storm coming back because that enemy's still going to keep trying to come back. They never give up. And that's one thing that I learned the most about the enemy or learned from the enemy is how to never give up, never quit. You have to have that integrity that determination to keep going and to keep pushing with God and knowing that he has me. I know it it doesn't look good right now. It looks horrible right now, but I know that God is up there seeing something that I definitely cannot see. Therefore, I have enough determination to keep enduring through this storm. It is very painful. It is very stressful. But I have to continue to remember, give it over to him because the enemy is definitely going to try to keep uh, destroying me for certain. And from my personal experience from a company that I worked for for six years, they were never going to give up on trying to destroy me. They were trying their best every single day to make sure that I wasn't promoted all the time. And they were also trying their best to, to lie and, and have me fired. I was, I was put on a PIP, which is a, what is it? I forget what it, I forget what it stands for, but I know most people, when you're put on a PIP at work, like you, you don't come off of it. It sets you up to be fired. It's an, it's a, an employment an employee improvement plan. I believe that's what it what it is. And it's about your performance. <laughs> my performance was never bad. And I know people are like, yeah, right. But it really wasn't. My performance was not bad at all. And by the grace of God, it didn't even phase me. I also took it to HR in the legal department because even their own lawyer looked over it, went through everything. And she said, basically... You were put on this because they don't like your attitude, <laughs> meaning my demeanor, you know, because I always ask questions. I never was the type and never will be the type of person who will just do whatever you say without knowing why. I have to understand it first. And I remember my managers, they they absolutely despise that about me is I would ask questions. I have to understand why I'm doing this before I get ready to do it. I cannot just do something because you tell me to do it, especially when it doesn't make sense. And that's why they kept trying to get me out of there because they hated that about me. They hated that I wanted to just apply myself. 
That's basically it. It's just, I hey, I just need just a little bit of knowledge, just, <laughs> just common knowledge. And that's all I'm asking for. But understand that if they don't really have the answer and they don't know why to do it, that's what they meet you with. They meet you with hostility. And that's all that I was getting all the time in this environment was hostility and trying to push me out of there. I remember for a while I in this position, I actually worked outside and there was a gentleman named Milton and I loved talking to Milton because I just, I guess, like I always say, I love speaking to older people. You know, they, their minds and, and their wisdom is just, it's, it's absolutely out of this world. It's phenomenal. And when I would see him, I would just, I would just light up because I always felt better after conversating with him. It was just something about his presence and his demeanor it was always so calming and peaceful. And when I was talking to him one day, I actually started crying. I tried so hard to choke back my tears, but I just couldn't. And he said, one thing that you never do, Robin, is you never let them see how to get to you. Never let them see you cry and never let them win. You got to always keep fighting. And I said, how, Milton? How am I going to do that? They have all the power. They're my managers and director. They want me fired so badly. That's what will happen. There is literally nothing I can do about it. And he said, exactly. There isn't anything you can do about it. But he can do everything and anything. That's why you have to give it all over to him, Robin. All your battles your burdens, your worries. He said, and I'll be praying for you. And then he left and went to work. And after he said that, that stuck with me forever, still to this day. And it was about maybe five years ago when he told me that. And it'll never leave. It meant so much to me, even meeting him. And it just, it made me also realize God's divine placement. God was speaking to me through him to keep me going because that's how powerful God is. That's how you know that God does not leave you nor forsake you because the things that you go through that completely just tear you down almost, God is always there to lift you back up. And it's just I apologize for getting emotional, but that's it. It brings me back to that because I remember being in that position where I felt like there was no way out. And I kept wondering, why am I going through this? Why? Why? Because even when you feel like God is not there, He is. He will not ever leave you. He will never let you fall. It does not matter how many people try to come after you, how many people try to destroy you. When God is for you, no one else can be against you. Even when the world is against you, they will never win because God is always going to win. God is the one who has all the power. That's how mighty he is. And that's how loving he is. Every single time when you think there is no way out, there always will be a way out. When we allow God to go before us. God, he knows the hearts of others. He, he reads the heart 
because that's where it always is, right? It's all about the heart, and we have to align our hearts with His, which is why we can't worry about what may happen and and try to stop it from happening because now you're getting in the way and you're not letting God do his work. That's why rejection really is our protection. I remember all three managers and director and the director, they either left, got fired, and one of them was demoted, or actually two of them were demoted. And the Lord allowed me to see, see it all happen. I never once wished ill will on any of them, not once. And I remember one of the managers, we actually used to be supervisors together. We became really close. Well, at least I thought we became close. And once his position changed and he allowed others to to change his way of thinking and, and how he saw me, you know, the way that he looked at me, it was just like, he completely changed and he allowed them to change everything. But one thing I remember was it was time for me to get my evaluation and he did my evaluation and he said, Robin, you know what? After all we did to you, he said, you still came in here with a smile on your face every single day, always willing to help me and to help others. And you're even a single mother and you would come in and work 18-hour days without hesitation because you knew we needed the help. He said, all I can do is give you a great, a great score and tell you that you're definitely, giving, or you're definitely getting a raise. I will never forget that conversation because he showed his true heart. He realized he was the one being bamboozled by the enemy. And he was used by the enemy to help destroy me and ended up destroying himself in the process. Because the others who got him to turn against me turned against him when stuff got real. And I remember him telling me that his his family members were passing away. The job started giving him a really hard time. There were He was experiencing problems at home and every time he needed help, I was still right there to help him each and every time. But God will always make sure the enemy gets what they deserve. And that way, and that's the way that karma works. It doesn't just affect you. And it doesn't just affect one one person that does you wrong. It affects your entire family or even people who are close to you that's what they that's what causes generational curses you know as some families say every some every woman in the entire family is a single mom or in certain families they may say everyone ended up in jail and you're the first one to actually do something with your life because it's karma that's a generational curse and that's whoever they're saying that to is breaking that generational curse because that's karma. Understand karma affects everyone. When you're sitting there at home crying, wondering why these horrible things keep happening to you and these bad relationships, you keep having car trouble or, or financial trouble, kids keep getting sick or the kids keep getting in trouble at school, all kinds of weird things just keep happening. 
Take a look in the mirror and start repenting. You got to repent for all of your wrongs. Because as I say, God has the victory. The enemy will never win unless you believe he can. The enemy will always fall short because God never leaves you. By the grace of God, I made it. I made it six years at that company. And I loved, and I mean, I absolutely loved my job because I love helping others. I helped other supervisors. I helped managers. I did all kinds of things. I did, I always went above and beyond on my job because I loved it that much. But by the grace of God, I was able to leave on my own. I left because I wanted to leave. But one thing that I understand is by going through all of that, I realized who I really was. I had to to kill that entire ego of what I was expecting from others, the people pleasing, the trying to just do everything for everyone else instead of myself. The enemy, will lo- he loves to try to make you think that way. Think that you have to fall into people pleasing, that you have to do these things, but you don't. The enemy will try their hardest to destroy you. But in the end, they will always end up destroying themselves. Please be sure to remember that. And also remember that God loves you. Again, this is Robin Black with It's All About Healing Podcast. Stay blessed.